Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in to the Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips podcast. This is Brian. And I'm Paul. We'd like to welcome you to a community meant for the men of the world to share our thoughts and perspectives on marriage. We can learn from each other's experiences and help each other be better husbands. Now, let's get right into the show. All right, so all my life, I can recollect that I've struggled to communicate and no more, uh, no, no, no more focused time than on the football field or on the basketball court, especially when I've been getting yelled at by my coach, like, y'all got to communicate. Somebody's going to get hurt out here. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, like, if I had a coach in my ear, in my marriage, <laughs> yelling at me, you got to communicate. You're going to hurt her feelings. <laughs> it might just light that fire under my butt enough to have those hard conversations when I need to have them. Because I get stuck sometimes, man. Do y'all get stuck? Man, for sure. <laughs> like that, would, that would be a life-changing experience. Just someone in your ear like, okay, you got to do this right now. <laughs> yeah, my, my coach in high school, basketball, he wore these these uh, platform loafers or whatever, and he would slam his foot on the floor, like slam his foot on the floor when he wanted us to do something. Whenever he would slam his foot, we would all turn. We would all turn and look. So if we had someone on the outside kind of telling us, hey, do this right, communicate this 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 hard topic to your wife, I think that would help us out big time. All right. That, that sounds like a good topic. Let's dive into it. All right. So why can't I communicate the hard things? I was, I don't even know how this came up. I was just sitting there and I was thinking, I think I had to talk through something with my wife and I got physically like that short physical, like when you're fight or flight type of response, I was like, what is going on? Um, And it was because I had to communicate something that seemed hard. It wasn't a light subject. And then afterwards, I was like, why did that even happen? Like, why can't I communicate hard things within my marriage? And I was thinking that I can't be the only one that has that struggle. So, (laughs) but thinking in that, this is the person that I love, the person that's constantly shown me that she's there for me. And most things I have no problem saying. I've grown, I would say most things I've grown into not having a problem saying things or reaction or just being open to talking about it. Um, but it, if it, if there's a certain amount of, I guess, value or tension or weight or conflict, I'm not so good at communicating that. And I don't really know why. Does that happen to you guys or is it just me? Yeah, that definitely happens to me. I also want to say that the topic for me doesn't necessarily have to be a big topic or, you know, like you would say, Paul, the weightiness of it doesn't always necessarily have to be that heavy. Sometimes it could just be that I I messed up on something small and I'm going back to forgetting to put something on the calendar, right? I finally realize that the date's coming up and I'm like to myself, I really need to have this conversation with her so she knows that I want to go do this or, you know, that I have to go do this because I've already committed to it. And then, you know, either something comes up and I put it on the back burner or, 
you know, I feel like it's maybe not the best time to have that conversation. So I'll put it on the back burner. And then maybe it's just me making excuses and not just saying it, you know, saying what I need to say. But um, yeah, sometimes I just get stuck in my own head thinking that's a lot of friction <laughs> that I don't want to feel right now. Mm-hmm. So I just, I just stop myself from doing what needs to be done. So I guess it's safe to say that uh, husbands in general are not good at communicating the hard things. Because, I mean, if the three of us are having trouble with it, then I think it's it's probably safe to say that a lot of the, the audience is also having that same kind of struggle. And, you know, I, I don't know if it starts with being uh, bad at communicating the hard things like you were saying, Brian. I think if you're not good at communicating the little things, then you're not going to be good at communicating the, the hard things as well. And in case in point, you know, I just... We just had a surprise birthday party for my my parents, and um, I think I I just assumed that my wife knew that it was like going to be a surprise, but I I did not explicitly communicate that to her that it was it was actually a surprise, and she didn't spoil it, um, but I didn't tell her, you know. So that was me not communicating. Um, a small thing, which, you know, could have been a big thing if, if the, the surprise got, um, you know, told, but, you know, I think it's, it's, it's us as men in general. Do you think, do you think we have it in us to, to, to be good communicators? What makes us bad communicators for the little things and the big things? Yeah. I, I definitely think we have it in us. We're working on it currently. Right. Um, and then to your point, Harlan, like I said earlier, the difference in the way that I'm able to communicate between home and work is like worlds apart, right? So why is it that I'm not so friction adverse or you know confrontation adverse at work when some of the things I have to talk about there are harder than the things I have to talk about at home? You make a good point. So I guess it depends on the the setting, you know, because if you're not averse to, so it's not, so the husband in you might be averse, but the employee in you may not be adverse to, to, to go down those, those deep paths, those deep conversations, those hard things. I wonder, I mean, I guess it's just because we, we, we care about our wives more than we care about our jobs. I, I don't know. Is that, I think I think there is a, a care factor per se, but I also I think the setting is very important for me. Um like when I'm out of the house, right, whatever is supposed to take place is supposed to take place in that space. But when you're at home, there is and generally it's that space is focused on whatever that is. When you're at home, there's so many other factors of life, right? You have, um, you know, what's going on in the home, then there's what's going on with kids, then there's what's going on with, you know, her job and what's going on, whatever. So I feel like it might be a little bit easier to compartmentalize and focus. And then, you know, you can leave whatever is outside, outside. But if, if there is a conflict 
at home that's not resolved. It just stays unresolved. Um, and I think that it's that scenario that's playing in my mind. That's like, uh, I don't know if I want to go through all that um, right now in this moment. And some of the things that need to be addressed, it's not the right time in our space because of what's going on. But then for me, I forget or just like put it on the back burner and like, oh, I'll bring it up later. And then there never seems to be a right time, quote unquote, right time for those that can't see my fingers putting the quotes up. But um, <laughs> so I think that plays the setting definitely plays and the time of the conversation, um, like both of you said, plays into a factor. So that's a that's a key point right there. And you just made me realize at home, we have an option to delay. And many times at work, we don't, right? Mm. So typically, if I'm in front of a customer and you know they have an issue, let's say you know I have to communicate to them that, hey, I understand where you're coming from, but you just happen to be wrong about this and here are the reasons why. I'm gonna have that conversation immediately because I don't have an option. And the more I think about it, the the bulk of the conversations that are difficult that I have at work with people, whether it be an employee, a customer, or a boss, I fully understand that I need to have this conversation and not let it drag out. And, and I guess I inherently understand that the ramifications of me not doing that are severe. But at home, I could tend to put things off a little bit and then... I guess, you know, like we were saying, we have this track record of things ironing themselves out once we do finally get around to having, you know, that that conversation. Um, but I feel like that difference there allows us to delay having that hard conversation at home. And I think at home, too, you have a level with your wife or your spouse, you have a level of grace and mercy that exists between the two of you that may not exist in your work field. And, you know, that, you know, grace and mercy for me is, 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 is a beautiful thing. You know, it's an unmerited kind of a favor where, you know, you don't get the things that you, you know, that you, you know, the punishment that you deserve, you don't get it, you know? Um, and there's, a, there's some faults that get swept under the rug just because of love. Now don't get it twisted you know, there should be, there definitely, just because you know you have grace and mercy doesn't mean that we should be abusing that, right. that gift. Right. You know, we have to make sure that we're not taking it for granted because there may come a time when that, when that runs out. You know, if we've done, if we've done a, if we poorly communicated over and over and over and over and over again, and, you know, we just assume that our wife is going to forgive us that one time, you know, there's that song when a woman's fed up and that's it. There's nothing you can do about it. That that she's gonna, she's going to be like that's not going to be a pleasant place for you to to stay. And then it goes back to the idea that you're talking about the setting. You know, we want our our places where we rest our head at to be a peaceful place. We don't want it to be a place of strife. And what we think is that by by sweeping things under the rug and not communicating about it, um, it it's maintaining a peace, but it's just delaying a disaster. I think. I think what you, you're doing is you might be setting yourself up for the, the big blow up where you run out of grace and mercy. You're not communicating the things that you need to, to communicate. You're not being clear or you're just, you know, just delaying it. So you, know, you have to really be careful about um, 
you know, taking advantage of that, that gift that your wife is giving you, that your spouse is giving you? So we mentioned that we wanted to talk about the factor of considering feelings. Now, when we initially brought that up, we were thinking more or less, that's what sometimes has us stuck thinking that, you know, my wife's going to feel a certain way when I have to say what I have to say. But what if we sort of pre-frame that, still considering feelings, but, you know, on the front end, think to ourselves, my wife's going to feel some type of way if I don't say what I have to say, Mm -hmm. right? Um, How does Mm -hmm. that strike y'all? That is um, a quintessential game changer. If we can, if I can think about that when these things come up, like she'd probably really want me want to talk through this right now, right? Or she should really know about this and what would happen if she doesn't, right? And I think we may even be projecting as I heard you talking. It was like, oh, maybe we're thinking. I don't want to have to address how I feel in this moment. But I'll say I don't want to have her feel some type of way in this moment as well. So maybe that's a factor. I don't know. I just thought about that as you were talking because what you said made sense. Flip it. Put yourself in her shoes. She's going to want to talk about it. And then it's like at that point, do we really want to talk about it deep down? My answer is no, I don't want to talk about it. I'm just going to be honest. I think it's just a good idea to, to get her to weigh in too, you know, if, if I'm really being honest. So I, I like what you're saying, Sarge. But I, I w- I'd also want to get access to her brain capacity. You know, if this is something, if this is a problem that I feel like I can handle myself, then, you know, maybe I could. But if I get her thoughts into the, equation quickly enough then i think it i think we'll we might be able to handle it even faster even better yeah and that brings up a good question why would you want to handle it yourself yeah i think it's because of the idea of preserving her feelings you know and i maybe just caught it, it might even come down to like coddling and not thinking that she would be able to handle it but she probably would when i think when i you know openly think about something that would be hard to communicate why wouldn't she be able to handle it and i don't have a i don't have an answer i think she would be able to handle anything so whose feelings am i really trying to preserve sarge to your point (laughs) you know it seems like i'm just trying to trying to make myself you know not have to go through that hard communication point when in, in actuality she probably can handle it possibly even better than i can handle it and me uh like you're saying, Hooks is projecting a little bit, you know, what we think she the response would be, but it may not be that response. Right. I mean, last time I checked, my wife's an adult. <laughs> and she's been adulting for a while. <laughs> yeah. Right. And she's she's running more things than I generally could imagine behind the mm-hmm. scenes. Yes. yes. So honestly, she's probably already experienced in some shape or form whatever i'm trying to communicate based on based on life experience like you know what i mean how many times would you say the hard thing that you have to discuss your wife already knows about and is just waiting on you to (laughs) pull the trigger and talk to her about it 
Why would you say that? Because <laughs> it needed to be said, bro. <laughs> what? I mean, how many times do you think you have been holding back, and she just already knew, and and never really gives you a sign that she knew, but is just sitting there waiting for like, when is this fool gonna tell me? Like, and how does he know that, or how does he not know? I already know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's, there's not really much left to be said there, <laughs> unless Harlan, you have something. Seems like a rhetorical question I don't want to answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think to your, to your, both of your points, um, it actually, if we think about how to win and how to benefit our marriage, right, the level of um, intimacy that happens in communicating through hard things is great. So maybe we should shift our mindset into like, how can I face this with my wife and how can we go deeper um, in our communication and how can we connect on a different level? Um, You know what I mean? Like if you think about anyone that's ever played a sport, been on a team, been a part of the club, like you bond with these people as you go through hard things, whether it's tough practices, tough games, tough um, life challenges within whatever that is, like that is when you bond. So if this is tough for you, if it's tough for me, um, it might not be tough for her, but she will understand if I communicate that um, it will, it will bring us together on a different level. So I think if, if you're looking to improve your marriage or if you're looking to go deeper, communicating in general and then especially the hard things, thinking about how it will positively impact your lifelong commitment to each other may put some different uh, aspects on how and why to communicate with your wife. Does that make sense? Definitely. My, uh, if y'all ever are looking at me and it looks like I'm staring off into space, it's because I'm deep in thought and my mind goes a million places in the course of three minutes (laughs) when y'all are talking and I'm not, I'm listening, but I'm also, you know, obviously trying to think of something else to add. And where my mind just went was, I wonder you know, th- especially thinking about the difference between work and home and, you know, speaking on hard things. I wonder if there is a space for us to practice this more at home, right? In some of my jobs, I've had to role play and practice difficult conversations. So when an adverse response might happen, I was prepared to handle it. So off the top of your heads, where what is a good space for us as men and husbands to practice having those hard conversations at home? So that's 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 tough, but I think the, the I think the I the overall thought that I'm getting is that you just have to make a commitment to wanting to share those hard 
thoughts, those hard times, those hard conversations with her. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's gotta, and you know, you know, when, when you said like, you know, you're, you're training, you know, essentially when you're in marriage, you're like, you're training to be a better husband. You might want to go into the a, a, a closet or the bathroom and look in the mirror and say, honey, I have to tell you something. Just repeat that over and over again, honey, I have to tell you something, you know, and getting to a habit of feeling safe with, with her to be able to communicate that, mm-hmm. you know, in my mind, that's the, like you mentioned, like the training and that's what I see, you know, but it, I think at first it's just got to be a, an acceptance to, to say that I'm going to try to make this conversation all, how be it tough, maybe for me and for her and possibly for her, I'm going to try to make it happen. I think kind of what a theme that we have on the podcast is actually letting her in to what you're trying to do. So being like, okay, babe, I realize that I'm not the best at when things feel hard to me to communicate. Um, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to let you know, I'm going to practice communicating in general. So I may say some things that aren't at the right time, or I may say just some thoughts. I'm going to start working on just getting thoughts out of my head so that you know what I'm thinking about. And I would say start with anything, you know, even if it's like, I don't know. uh, (laughs) Did you change uh, the spices that you put in the food today? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, or if she actually asks you a question, not going to the answer that you think she might want to hear, right? Um, and just talking through like, okay, I'm going to make more comments on like seemingly random stuff. Um, and I would, you know, just say, you know, I, you know, I'm trying to have this marriage so I can communicate more. We can be more intimate. Um, and I know we have a safe space, so I'm going to put this safe space to the test um, with what I'm going to say. Please give me grace as we walk through this. Um, yeah. And maybe that's a way. It it could be, depending on where you guys are on your communication. That's great. I, I really, that, you know, that for me, that's an eye-opening conversation that you just, or a statement that you made, because in my mind, so... Any amount of time, like a thousand things go through my mind. <clears throat> and then there's things that I just don't say. I'm like, yeah, nobody, no one, no one needs to hear that. Like, no one cares about this thought, this <laughs> random Harlan thought in my mind. Who wants to hear that thing? And so I don't say it. And then I'll just talk, you know, I don't want to say I talk to myself about it, but it's in my head. And I was like, oh, okay, that was nice. And then there it goes. It's out. Um, so for me to share that, those innermost workings I think is going to come across super weird. It's going to be, it's going to be awkward, but I'm going to try it. And I think I'm going to, it's going to make me laugh. And I, I, I'm not even afraid of what my wife's response is going to be. She'll she'll probably laugh too. I I just, hopefully my inner monologue is, is appropriate for outside dialogue. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Exercise that safe space. I like that. Um, my wife knows me to be a random thought producer, <laughs> okay. right? Yeah. It, it's how we enjoy most of the laughs in our marriage. 
it, <laughs> it's more or less, you know, because when there's no weightiness to it, I just spit out what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. And it, right. it might be in the form of a question. It might just be in the form of a statement. But, you know, I'm having fond memories of having a thought pop in my head and looking at her and, like, just saying, you know, whatever it is, right? And, you know, I get the reaction typically, like, you know, you're so stupid. Or, right, right. Right. Um, like, I can't believe you right now. You're just, you're like, why does your right. mind work that way, right? But then when there is weightiness added to it, like you said, Harlan, you have all these internal thoughts and you're trying to consider her feelings and you're you know, playing out the scenarios of what the potential responses might be in your head. And it makes it you know, 10 times harder to just spit out what you're thinking. And I feel like for me, it's not so much that I feel like I'm going to be judged for what I'm thinking um, because I have too many examples that she doesn't necessarily judge me. Like, you know, the reactions of like, you're stupid or funny. Like I, I know those are just surface things mm-hmm. and it, you know, it, it doesn't bother me at all. It, it's funny. So I wonder if I can somehow connect those two and make it easier to just spit out what I've been thinking. And, you know, to Paul's point, I really like the example of, you know, just picking something and and saying it. And, you know, obviously it's got to be relevant to something that's happening. But um, I think that's something I'm going to practice because I have to, more or less. I, I need to be better at saying the hard things. So I I wonder now if my wife would join me in that practice. Like if if I went to my wife and said, you know what, I need to role play something with you, right? And just make up a scenario and tell her to, you know, give me your worst. Give me the worst response that you could potentially have in the scenario now knowing that it's not real because it's you know it's just something you set up sure would that help me pre-frame some of the the scenarios that i've you know played out especially if the worst she comes back with it was like nothing near what i thought could happen in that scenario yo that is that's brilliant that is brilliant because i that is brilliant <laughs> I think that that would be, I mean, when we when we talk about, like, how do we practice, straight up, go to your wife and be like, okay, I'm struggling with the hard things. Can we do scenarios? And just think of random scenarios and go with it. One, that starts dialogue. That Two, that stops the, the unknown scenario. Like, we were in a conversation the other day. We were talking about bringing up things to our wives, and it's like, it's because I play out these scenarios in my mind and I, me, Paul, will think of, I'll have 10 scenarios in my head out. One or two could be not what I want, but there could be eight that are amazing out of 10 and I'm focused on the two. And then 
my wife said, and then I may have 10 scenarios that you're not even thinking about. So there could be technically 20 scenarios. <laughs> I'm, I'm focused on the 5%. If I focus on the one bad one, well, there could be 19 great ones. There's 5% of my scenarios that are terrible, and I'm focused on that. But there could be 19 other ones that we flourish through. So what am I doing? But with, with what you're saying, Brian, if you piggyback that on what I said earlier about, okay, babe, I'm coming. I'm going to start saying this. All right, let's role play some scenarios. And you just start spitballing things. I'm sure she she would have some things. You could get, put it in her car. Okay, what are some things that you might bring to me? And then just walk through it. That goes back as well as to like practicing with a team, right? You practice for scenarios for the game, right? So when you see them in the game, you're already used to and you know what you're yeah. doing. But we don't do that in marriage. We just shut our mouths and just play out whatever. Imagine having a game plan <laughs> on a football field and just walking in like, okay, we're going to go play the Packers next week. Aaron Rodgers, yeah, we're not going to prepare for him. Nope, their defense has a strong defensive line. Don't care. We're going to actually throw the ball to their best corner and see if he picks it off. What kind of – like, that doesn't make sense. But we don't take that approach. In I'm sorry, I'm getting hyped because I'm passionate about it. But like, why do we not do that? Like, why do we not? That doesn't make sense. Prepare for these things so that we can win in marriage. That's what we're trying to do, yes. right? But why do we not do that? But I think that that's why it's so brilliant. Like, I'm going to probably try to do that today. <laughs> yeah, man. Be like, you know I suck at this. Help me. <laughs> I know you're good at this. Let's play some scenarios. Why? And this really works with like all topics of marriage. Like if you're like, okay, struggling finance. Okay, so I come in and I say, oh, I forgot to pay this bill. What's going to happen? Oh, um, you know, I come in communication, right? I, I said something dumb about, you know, I, I gave you a, a terrible comment and you weren't ready for it. What's the worst thing that would happen, right? Like, yeah. We're on a trip and I get us lost because I refuse to use the GPS that's on my phone. Hey. Like, what's the worst that could happen? You know what I mean? Like, these things, this is what I'm saying. Like, these are things that we go. And if you're doing it not in the heightened moment of it actually happening, like, you can actually talk through why things may not go your way and also why it, you know, what would happen to get a positive response. Mm-hmm. You know, and she may even tell you when you're going to come to me, start with this. This could help soften the blow because I know you're not perfect and you're going to mess up. If you just say something like this, I will be ready, more apt to receive it. Or don't come to me right after I change the baby's diaper, please, because I'm over it. You know what I'm saying? Like certain things she could tell you like when and what to say and help you make it just you just are more prepared what what why didn't we come up with this sooner in our lives <laughs> that is a good question so i think we're just about wrapping up here and i want to put a challenge out to the listeners and to ourselves i think that the three of us should go to our wives and then do a qu- quick recap of our results um, when we record the next episode And we'll just start the episode with that. Um, But I also want to put this challenge out to the listeners to go and use this same scenario to practice with your wives. And then come meet us on social media and share your results. 
let us know what happened, if it went well. You know, specifically share with us what your wife's proposed worst response was. Because I, I want to know how those compare. So if you guys would be so gracious as to share that experience with us, we'd be very thankful. And I think it would help the community. And the more we share our results with each other, help the community to start talking to each other. So I just want to put that challenge out there. And I hope you are willing enough to engage first and foremost with your wife and then second with each other and with us. So, um, you know, we are actually helping each other and, uh, you know, get this, this train rolling to being a better husband. Anything else? y'all? <laughs> All right. That's it. That's great. Thanks for listening. If you got any value out of this episode, we'd like to invite you to rate, follow, and review on your favorite podcast platform. If you would like to be a guest or want to have your questions answered, hit us up on our website, marriageistougher.com, or follow us on Facebook, searching Marriage is Tougher Than Woodpecker Lips. Thanks again. This is Paul. And this is Brian. We will talk to you next time.